I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. break it you're not the same as anyone here but we can take it we're short or brown or round or we're queer i got a feeling we are onto something here live from king's place in london the spontaneity shop presents go ho ho more pillage the comedy panel show starring you the high mind of the Trouble might be coming your way In it together I think that's what I heard the man say I got a feeling We are gonna be okay I'm Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show where we've gone around the earth like Santa dropping toys from his sleigh, but instead of receiving in return whiskey and Christmas cake, the children are leaving us facts we can't get drunk on, disappointing everyone. <laughs> Speaking of drinking in the day, here's the comedians! <laughs> on my left, playing for Jamaicans, Johnny Cocker and Sarah Kayworth! <laughs> And on my right, playing for The Only Way Is Up, Yasmin Akram and Yasmin Abdul-Majid. Uh, so, panellists, what makes you diverse, Johnny Cochran? I'm half Jamaican. I think there's a bit of Cuban thrown in there for good measure. <laughs> my mum used to tell me, yeah, I think you got a bit of that, a bit of that, a bit of that. I'm scrambled. I've got a bit of Irish in there. I've got most continents locked down. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried doing 23 Me, the gene finder? No, I can't wait for that day. I'm going to break their system. Oh, <laughs> overload them. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to wait for that day. You could order the kit tomorrow. I'm going to get it for you for Christmas. Please, let's but go. I, but I would like to be there when the results are opened. <laughs> could you come and open them on this show? Yeah, <gasps> that would be like a weird Jeremy Kyle, wouldn't it? Uh, oh, oh, please, if we pay for it, would you come and open them on the show? Although if you find out you've got brothers and sisters you didn't know you had, it might be a bit... Yeah. We'll do it at the end of the show. <laughs> um, Sarah Keyworth, how are you diverse? I am a Jewish lesbian, or uh, I We've... prefer jazzbian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, why are you called Jamaicans? 
because uh, I am uh, German Jewish by heritage, so it's spelt with a G. I'm not pretending to be Jamaican up here. Right, just to be clear. <laughs> so I it's like if, you, that right now. if you're listening at home, it is a combination of German and Jamaican, and I love it. Or it could have been Jamaicans. Oh. Can we start again? <laughs> <laughs> and the only way is up. How are you diverse? Yasmin Abdul Majid. So I'm also similarly like a bit of a mongrel. Um, got like the Ottoman Empire kind of spice mix. So like, you know, a bit of Sudanese, bit of Egyptian. Like my grandma reckons there's some Turkish and Moroccan, but there are questions in the family. The other thing that I wanted to say was I haven't lived in one house for probably longer than three or four years. In your life? Yeah. Wow. Did you move a lot when you were a kid? Yeah, I mean, not very far, like one kilometre from each other, right? So it wasn't like we were moving countries. My parents were just like, yeah, we don't really like this street. We'll just move along. Was that because you lived in Brisbane and it was racist? I mean, I don't want to give Brisbane too much shade. Um, it's a really sunny place. Wow. Uh, no, I, was, I feel I can say that because I was, I was born in Brisbane. You need that information it's actually to Brisbane find what Vegas. I said. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll cut all of this out because yeah. I don't want tweet. I don't want tweets on Christmas Day going, you've let the whole of Brisbane down again. Um, <laughs> Yasmin Akram, how are you diverse? Well, I'm diverse because I'm half Irish, half Pakistani. Or mm-hmm. actual Irish, <laughs> as you call it. Someone, whoever's from Northern Ireland, I'm so sorry, I don't think that. That's Deb. She calls uh, Southern Ireland actual Ireland. That's, uh, Just to be clear, that was in the warm-up and will not be broadcast. So the people, the people at home let don't know do what that. you're saying. Um, let me do that again. Then, oh, yes, uh, Akram, how are you diverse? I'm, I'm half Pakistani, half actual Irish. I can't stop doing it now. I just said like it. Um, and you're also... the worst person in the world. <laughs> sorry, not because you're half Pakistani, half Okay, I'm going to have to explain for the listeners in case this remains in the edit. When I was doing the warm-up with the audience... Sebra was racist. (laughs) No. It's a real Brisbane thing, you know. No, no. No, no. Yeah. I, do, no, I'll do it properly. I'm going to save your I, reputation. I, I'm just, do it properly. I said anyone from, I was going, anyone raised in England, anyone raised in Wales, anyone raised in Scotland, anyone raised in Northern Ireland, anyone raised in actual Ireland, and then went, oh my God, I started the troubles again. And I went, no, I didn't mean actual Ireland. Obviously, both places are nat- actual Ireland. Anyway, I got into one of those ditches that you do when you have a large industrial digger. And now. And somebody won't let it go. Yes. And apparently, the Irish person that we've invited to be on the panel has taken some kind of umbrage, which is also an Irish festive drink. Umbrage. Try it now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm half Pakistani, half Irish. And um, that's just for us. And, just for Deborah's I, benefit, is that actual Irish? That's actual, <laughs> yeah. Just to clarify. They're all actual Irish. <laughs> and also, just to throw in something else, I thought I had head lice this Ooh. week, and I didn't. Ooh. I mean, that's so diverse. That's... Were you at a school? Oh, well, My no best... one wants to wear that Santa hat now. I was going to say, burn this. Burn this. Why did you think you were playing fast and loose with diversity <laughs> today? I just want, because I'd been on this podcast recently, so I'd already done half Pakistani, half actual Irish, and I just wanted to put something else in. Okay. So head lice is... I'm delighted you don't have it. What do you have, though? It's just like an itchy head. Right, okay. <laughs> Good to know. Why are you called The Only Way Is Up? Oh, well... We're both called Yaz. Bum, bum, bum. Does anyone know what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows yeah. what we're yes. talking about. It what was year? a chart-topping single in what? 1988. So there was a band called Yaz in 1988. No, no there was a woman called Yaz, Deb. Oh, a woman. Yeah, a whole so woman. It was like Yaz and the Plastic Companions. 
Oh. Population, I think. So are we oh, sorry, the, oh, yeah. the corrector of everything the, now? For is some it the reason. plastic population? I think it was a plastic population. Oh, yeah, we, people yeah. weren't into recycling yet. <laughs> so there was a singer called Yaz, and yeah. she had a chart topper yeah. at Christmas called "The Only Way Is Up." The only way is up. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. There are young people in the front, and they're like, "I haven't clue. Haven't clue. Talking about." I think I might call you the only way is Yaz. As oh. you're, you're both Yazers. I mean, it's true. The only way is Yaz. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. We'll tell or you as that I like now. to say, Yaz. <laughs> you know, I booked you because I thought it was amusing that you were both called Yasmin. I'm loving it because I'm saying nice things and going like, oh, that's really good, Yaz. And in the voice in my head is always like, why are you so shit, Yaz? Oh. So it's, it's very therapeutic. Yeah. Mm. Oh, going to a lovely... We're, we're just going to hang out all the time now. Yeah. And just speak and just loving on each other. each other's sentences. I got so, <laughs> I got so sad so fast. Yeah. <laughs> now, over in Pedant's Corner, like our own fact-obsessed banter clause, it's Ned Sedgwick. <laughs> and our resident musician, Mark Hodges, having a break. So over on the piano, jingling his bells and delivering his best Gloria, it's Samuel Wolf. <laughs> Ned, have you had a global experience this week? Yeah, I was walking down the street in my new jacket and... <laughs> is that your Santa jacket for people listening at home? Yeah, I, well, <laughs> is it? I mean, it's red and it's got some white fur on it. But I thought... This is exactly like the time Phoebe got Santa pants and thought that they were maternity pants on <laughs> Friends. I didn't... Yeah, you should specify on Friends because I thought you were talking about a different Phoebe. I was like, oh, I don't remember that. Anyway, yeah, so... I'm wearing a Santa outfit, apparently, but that's not what the salesman told me. He said I'd look very jazzy. But um, I was speaking to a Russian person about Santa Claus. Uh, that's not a brag. It was about Santa Claus. And they have a version of Santa Claus called um, Died Moroz. Or Maroz. I don't know how, where the stress is. Just, do you know what? Just say it with confidence and yeah. we won't know. Died uh, Moroz. He wears exactly the same thing. But his name means Grandfather Frost, which oh, I think is A, oh, is wow. cooler, and B, kinkier. Yeah. It's super Russian as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like, you have Santa Claus, we have Grandfather Frost. <laughs> yeah. He comes to deliver cold. Yeah. If you're close enough to look him in the eye, you're already dead. And this is across the East Slavic world as well. It's not mm. just Russia who have Dietmaros. It's oh. Ukraine and Belarus as well. Oh, they all have it. Does he bring presents? No. What does he bring? <laughs> what does he bring? Truth. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's... He does that. bring presents. He, he hasn't presents. been around Russia lately, has he? <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Russia. I'm throwing Putin some heavy shade there. <laughs> I bet he's quaking in his... Santa Does he always listen to this podcast? Oh, yeah. yeah. Putin loves a bit of diversity and inclusion, <laughs> along with his gags. Yeah. He's a big his fan. Three favourite podcasts, Standard Issue, Guilty Feminist, this. Yeah. In that order, well, yeah. It's got yeah. the word pillage in it, right? Yeah. So it's really, yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, he started listening for the wrong reasons, but he stayed for the right ones. Yeah. 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 Each week, our pianist takes a folk tune and turns it into a song about the points each team has earned. For example, sing with me. Jingle scores, jingle scores, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to host a game we can all play. That's one I might write. Samo will do a better one right now. <laughs> Take it away, Samo! Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so this week... 
I'm going to have to take this hat off at some point. Like, it's, it's yeah. Just, oh, it is. Yeah. Is that's what it is? It's, I wonder yeah. where the bells were coming from. It's a bell hat. I'm so glad you said jingling bells and things because it's kind of vaguely explains. I've, I've taken it off now. I've, don't worry, I've got another hat to put on later. Um, <laughs> Thank we God. were all concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Samo's not wearing a Santa hat. How could this podcast proceed without that sight gag? Do you know what we were talking about this, right? And we've all been given Santa hats, and my. My hair is not appreciated. I've got an afro and I'm sick of this, okay? My brother's got dreadlocks. We can't get Santa hats on. We look like Smurfs. It doesn't work. Really annoying. And not only that, when we have Christmas dinner and we crack the, like, crackers and get the little finger, it breaks and splits and everyone's upset. People need to be more diverse when it comes to Christmas hat making. That's all I'm saying. Do you need to lie down? Right <laughs> over. So, could I ask all the rest of the panellists to check their Christmas hat privilege? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, if you're, and if you're listening at home and you can keep a cracker hat on for the duration of Christmas dinner, give a thought for Johnny Cochran and go to his PayPal account yeah. and put something in. Do you know how many times my Christmas hat has fallen in the gravy? <laughs> it ruins the meal. Sorry, guys. Sabo. Well, mismatch as well, because i got a pea head. Yeah, so if I put one of those paper hats on, it comes right... That's a necklace. <laughs> yeah, quite nice. Anyway. <laughs> Sabo, take it away. So, uh, I actually have two for you this week. I thought I'd do something different, because Christmas episode and all that. The first one is a finished Christmas carol, something to do with Christmas bells, called Yowloon Kellot. <laughs> It's usually sung in a church, they ring a bell beforehand to give the choir the pitch and it's got like all sorts of orchestral instrumentals bits. But the important thing is you guys are going to sing the first bit. So I'm going to go, Ned, Ned. Then you're all going to go, please Ned, please tell us the scores. And um, the other score sting I've got for you today should be a little more familiar. The teams of the global pillage game were scoring all the way, and the scores were ringing out on Christmas Day. I love this show. (laughs) (laughs) I really do, though. First up is our themed round, and this week we'll be asking questions on the subject of Christmas! That was spontaneous. Very nice. How did they all know how to do that? <laughs> Christmas, the festival where Christians celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, or as we know him when a classically humble straight white man is portraying him, Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> all the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. What do Germans fill some of their Christmas donuts with? Jamaicans. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was And I must point out that Sarah is of German origin (laughs) and therefore feels... German-Jewish origin. Oh, sure. Okay. Evil. (laughs) Okay, the only way is Yaz? Cheese. 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 
Yeah. A cheese donut. Hot I'm, cheese? I, what do you reckon, yes? I have a, a very good friend who's German and he makes some stuff and I don't know what's going on with it. Like there's some cream cheese, savoury things. Oh, yeah. I won't eat any of it. What but about it, sausage? <laughs> I just refuse because I'm from Ireland and we have such a strong culinary history. <laughs> I just won't. I mean, you do do a lot with potatoes. We do. I know it's a low-hanging oh, fruit. There's not a thing we can't do with potatoes. Yes. I mean, yeah. A potato is such a low-hanging fruit, it's hanging on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, yeah, either cheese or, like, some sort of sausage. A cheese or sausage? sausage okay. Uh, hive mind. What do Germans fill some of their Christmas donuts with? Beer. I've heard beer. Beer. Marzipan. That's crazy. <laughs> Isn't marzipan? Mustard. What was that? Coal. Coal. Oh, that's for very naughty children getting coal in there. That's quite modern, isn't it? Like I've, heard charcoal. Of, I've heard of coal in your stocking, if you weren't good. Coal in your donut really is taking it too far, isn't it? Yeah. Anything else? Fire. Oh, fi- fire. Um, fire. Okay, oh, you, fire, she means chilling. Can I just say you have had your go? Oh, okay. So you so have to throw that... No, you have to throw it to the hive mind if you throw uh, it into their hat. Oh, it was yeah. such a good answer. No. <laughs> it, was, it was probably the correct answer, so you guys have it. Mm, Anything else? Generous. Anything else? Sorry, coins. coins. Okay, great. All right, so if you think it's beer, buzz now. If you think it's marzipan, buzz now. If you think it's mustard, buzz now. If you think it's coal, buzz now. Fire buzz now, or coins buzz now. Oh, hive mind, you had it, but you didn't back it. It was mustard. Did you know that, whoever said that? Did you know it for sure? You probably oh, should have made that. Yeah, made you could clear. say... Hold on a minute. You said marzipan. It was behind me. It's, well, it says here they fill every ninth donut with mustard. Are you actually German? Okay. <laughs> I don't think you're evil, just to be clear. Thank, she's saying thank you. No, Sarah, do you have... to be seen, to be honest. Sarah. Just <laughs> having a row, so. All right, our next question. The Scottish Stonehaven Winter Festival involves setting a large bonfire. What are you meant to do with the burning embers for good luck? Rub them on your mother's face. <laughs> Accept your fate. <laughs> this I've been is from... working on my accents and they're terrible, so I've wanted to drop that in all night. So this is from The Only Way is Yaz. Yeah. Rub it on your mother's face <laughs> and accept your fate. <laughs> is well, that no, one it... answer or two answers? No, it's, 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 it's one complete answer. It's one answer. complete answer. Mm. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, like on the day after Pancake Day, Ash yes. Wednesday, you rub. That's how I remember it. <laughs> Pancakes then ashes um, and then you, you do the cross I think for good luck <laughs> so this is the same thing Aye. good luck on your mother except your fate for the next year <gasps> and whatever your mother's going to do to you after you've rubbed burning yeah. embers on her face <laughs> Jamaicans what do you think it is well burning embers apparently a great idea would be to stick it in some donuts and sell them to Germans because yeah. they <laughs> eat fire donuts so that's one way of going about it um I don't know what it was like for you, but like bonfire up was just dangerous for me when I was growing up. Did you go over like, to the maths one where like people would go over a big field and do all that? And around my way, people were chasing each other with sparklers, genuinely trying to put third degree burns on people. I've not recovered, actually. It's quite it was quite a dark <laughs> period. So Where did you grow up? 
Essex. That makes sense. Sarah, did you used to go to the Goose Fair in Nottingham? I did, yes. Yeah. Yes. A lot of dark things happened at Goose Fair. <laughs> yeah. Did you both go to Nottingham University? No, Sarah's no, from Nottingham. Oh, from Nottingham. Nottingham. And I went to Nottingham University. You so went to Gooseford. Like yeah, it. I used to go to Gooseford. Yeah, it was Ooh, so Gooseford. Very Goosefair's stabby actually, though. Isn't yeah, very it? stabby. Yeah. Lots of nice lines. The, it's but the people biggest. Do die. Ooh. There, yeah, <laughs> it's quite like a peculiar place. Mm. Quick Christmas fact: Gooseford is in like I don't know October, yeah. and it marks a day when all the geese were gathered in Nottingham for their march down to London for Christmas. And it's still oh. one of the biggest. Uh, is this a, wait, is it a real thing? They used to walk to London. Yeah, it used to be a real thing. They used to walk with the geese to London. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is so sad. East Midlands trains. For Christmas. Never been good. <laughs> <laughs> and the geese can fly, right? And they're choosing not to. <laughs> 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 what goose is sitting there going, I could do another way of transporting, but I'm just going to walk all the way down? That is disciplined geese. That what is. goose is talking like that? Well, <laughs> you'll be surprised. Uh, <laughs> do you have an answer to what the Scottish Stonehaven Winter Festival do for, with the embers? Is it for luck? Good luck. Good luck. I think they, yeah. I was thinking for like salt. Could you like throw it over your shoulder regardless of who's behind you? <laughs> Wouldn't they try and I catch it. it in like some like down or whatever and try and light a fire that they could like bring home or something like that and yeah, use the fire from that to light another fire? That would okay. be my actual answer. Okay, Ooh. actual answer. Hive mind. Nick you... the fire is your answer. <laughs> <laughs> Stealing fire. Nick the fire, a hive mind. The Scottish Stonehaven Winter Festival involves setting a large bonfire. What are you meant to do with the burning embers for good luck? Throw them into your haggis. <laughs> Throw them into your haggis? <laughs> That's racist, that is. <laughs> well, put them in your whiskey. Vibe, I see. Okay. Carry it across your threshold. Sorry, was that the Queen of England? (laughs) (laughs) Her Majesty, along with Mr. Putin, both very big fans of the show. I've had the name, it's the name. Herbal Pillage. (laughs) (laughs) We're pillaging the globe for facts, to be fair. Not in the way that the British Museum has pillaged the globe. (laughs) I I do love the idea of them listening to this podcast because of the name and being like, oh, this is going to be great, Philip. (laughs) Oh, no, this is not what I was expecting. (laughs) Oh, no, Philip, I've accidentally shared it with Putin. (laughs) (laughs) And he's retweeted that WhatsApp group. <laughs> what if they do have a WhatsApp group? They must do. There it must be a royal family WhatsApp group. Oh, the gift you imagine. The gift action. Because there must be gifts of the Queen. All right. If you think you would throw the ember into a haggis, buzz now. If you think you would throw the ember into whiskey, buzz now. If you think you would carry it over the threshold for luck, buzz now. I think the hive mind. I think the hive mind have it. Definitely. I think the hive mind and Jamaicans had it. Take one while it's still hot all the way home. So I think Johnny said, steal it Can to start a fire at home and also carry it over the threshold. point because your mother will end up going home at some I, point. Uh, <laughs> there's likely to be some stuck in her skin. No. Yeah. And who knows what happens behind closed doors? You never know. No, no. There is nothing here about accepting your fate on the card, <laughs> I'm afraid. Deborah, I'm giving the hive mind a full point because they got it bang on, like word for word. And Jamaicans said enough things that eventually they were going to be right. So I'm giving them a half point. <laughs> No, but I'm that is our the... game plan. Yeah. Exactly yeah. described how I flirt. Johnny, Johnny said Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. In a Mongolian winter, what is yak milk vodka, oxtails, and boiled rice used for? 
a good Jim, night out. <laughs> <laughs> like everywhere in the world. <laughs> Yak with vod- vodka, oxtails and boiled rice. A good night out. That's a good night out. I concur because I was going to say lube. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good night in. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise to the under-18s in the front row. And I hope you're not understanding a lot of this show. I understand why your parents have brought you. They thought it sounds charming. It's got facts. It's like QI. It's on at tea time. This will be delightful and appropriate. It's not. Um, <laughs> in a Mongolian winter, what is yakmuk vodka, oxtails and boiled rice to use for the only way is Yaz? I would say, like, the best moisturiser, like, oil over all lay style. Yeah. Um, yeah, to, like, you know, reduce wrinkles. You can put it in your hair. I mean, I genuinely would use that yeah. for moisturiser. Yeah. Maybe mm. you should use it, Yaz, to get rid of your nits as well, your headlines. <laughs> That's lights. a good thing. That is <laughs> yeah. a really, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Out of context, that just seemed like a sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, actually, just helping Maybe you should just get rid of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> sort yourself out. <laughs> Would it be to fashion a kind of a snowman? Because you know, if you like boiled rice. And then that would look. Oh, yeah. That kind of mm-hmm. looks like snow, doesn't it? Mm. Let's say it's a warm winter. There's mm. no snow. Mm. You put that together, and then you make your own little snow guy. You put him in the window. Ox I know tails. it's nothing to do with me, but I'd edit that out if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow, that, that's deep. That's deep right there. <laughs> Such what nonsense. a bad answer isn't allowed in the podcast. So oh, everyone was really listening. The, the, the oxtails could be eyes. Yes. And mm. then he's drinking a vodka. He's yeah, a sort little, of there's little because you're yeah, gonna do a twig for a hand, aren't you? The two little twigs. That's standard. Then the rest is boiled rice. That is. Yeah. I mean, Sarah, you, now you're nose. seeing it coming together, aren't oxtail you? Oxtail nose. <laughs> so like he, the snow. Gender-neutral individual is yes. drinking vodka and then yeah. peeing yak milk. Mm. So you get the whole like digestive circle. Yeah, so like, I apologise. Keep it in. Like, yeah, this, is, <laughs> this is gold. This is. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so we've got a snow person. We've got whatever you said. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to say? It's made for like a broth of soup. That's what a I broth. Think it should be, yeah. A broth. You're, um, you're abandoning our sexy evening. Together. <laughs> Not our sexy evening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone will get anything out of that. <laughs> That's not abandoned, no. <laughs> Hive Mind, do you have anything better than that? By which I mean anything. <laughs> it's a packed lunch. It's a packed lunch. Hangover cure. Hangover Ooh. cure. Ooh. Oh, someone's Ooh. been watching The Apprentice. <laughs> Hangover cure. What was that? Rice pudding. Rice pudding. Rice. It's a boozy rice pudding. Keeping warm. Keeping warm. Keeping children quiet. <laughs> Just the vodka, yeah. <laughs> Keep the children quiet at Christmas. That's Listen, terrifying. again, front row, worth a thought. Uh, okay, so if you think it's packed lunch, Buzz now. Hangover cure, Buzz now. A rice pudding, an alcoholic rice pudding, Buzz now. Keeping warm, Buzz now. Or keeping the children quiet, Buzz now. The children have buzzed for that and they're (laughs) requesting it. In fact, it's to measure how cold it is. When the milk vodka freezes, it's at its coldest. So depending on the month, different things freeze and that's how they measure how... So the tail on the back of an ox, it's not actually cut off. It's when it's still on the ox, will get covered in snow. And then when it melts again, 
that's when things are warming up because Mongolia is so far from the sea, it gets to kind of minus 40, minus 50 degrees Celsius. Wow. So you have some boiled rice, you leave it out, and when it goes yeah. cold, it's a certain temperature. And then finally, if the vodka freezes, it's yeah. fucking cold. You're... Sorry, <laughs> It's extremely cold because I know, because yeah. I keep vodka in my freezer and it doesn't freeze. That's no, the point it doesn't. of vodka. No, no, no. And then when it's I mean, it's not the cold. whole point of vodka. <laughs> But it is lovely to get some cold water out of the sun. It disappears every now and then. I mean, yes, it does evaporate though because I had a whole bottle of Absolute in my freezer. It's just gone. So (laughs) evaporates if it gets too cold. Um, All right. What was described by fundamentalist scholar Al Khatoub as everything that is wrong with Western civilization? Jamaicans. Black Friday. Oh. Black Friday, so the custom of the big knockdown sale that we've got from America yeah, now. That went a joke. I'm um, just playing to win now. I mean, yeah, right. people go into the shops and they push each other out of the way. It's kind of similar to Black Friday, but like in the Tinder dating world, as you get closer to the end of the year when it gets cold, people get desperate for partners. <laughs> and they get them on a knockdown price and they go, right, I'm going to be with you until we see the sun again. <laughs> You know, uh, uh, um, do you think people do that? They don't break up before Christmas. Oh, yes, they it's don't cool. be alone. 100%. Yeah, Quick yeah. question: How much do you pay for a partner usually? Um, no, I don't. I just pay for an exclusive Tinder membership to make sure I'm out of it. No, I mean in general, people do get a little bit more willing to hook up for a three-month winter period. It's called coughing season. Coughing, yes, exactly. it is. Yeah, coughing and season. also the dating apps do, like, give you suggestions, so you'll get, like, a notification. It's like, it's getting cold. <laughs> Have you found a partner yet? Like, oh, legit. They do tell they you actually, that. They, there's, like... It's there's getting pro- dark at three o'clock. Yeah, yeah. What will you be doing? Are you alone? Just, just crying <laughs> sadly alone. Am I with somebody else? Join now, etc. Oh, it's, like, it's, it's like when you're on a plane and you'll lower your standard about what kind of movie you'll watch. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. And you'll do that until springtime. Uh, I don't want to be somebody else's the holiday. (laughs) That is grim. It's awful. (laughs) We have an idea. Oh yes, go on. I was going to say Christmas stockings, but I don't know anything about Christmas stockings. Um, There's stuff in them. Good stuff. So you just pulled that out your ass. <laughs> you just, like, oh, you just so well, actually. Well, I was also thinking. Do you leave like milk and cookies? That's the thing, right? That you leave for Santa. Or Christmas cake and whiskey, or oh, yes, one, any one of those. Yeah. Well, or I feel like Deborah leaves vodka in her freezer, <laughs> and he drinks it all. <laughs> There's no meat in any of the things that you leave out. Like you got to give the guy protein. Like Santa's coming all this uh, way, right? Is there lentils? No. Have you seen right. the size of it? So you think, <laughs> you know, the boy needs to eat, is all I'm saying. We can't have fat, we're not fat shaming Santa on an inclusive show. I'm sorry, I, I draw think a Santa's line. the only person who you could just say, look, come on, Santa, you're not working. He works one day a year. Let's be clear about that. Yeah, the you union know. has well, so worked really hard. you're getting very hard. daily mail on Santa. <laughs> He's a scrounger. He works one day a year. I'll tell you what, though, it's a long day. It's, it's a, a long, long day. day. All right, so, Hive Mind, what was described by fundamentalist scholar Al Khatoub as everything that is wrong with Western civilization? Shaken Stevens. <laughs> Shaken Stevens, his Christmas classic, rocking around the Christmas tree or whatever it was. Santa? All of Christmas. All right, Scrooge. What was that? Boxing Day sale, a bit like the Black Friday answer. Okay, Uh, if you think it's Shaken Stevens, buzz now. If you think it's Santa Claus, buzz now. 
you think it's all of Christmas, Buzz Now, and if you think it's the Boxing Day sale, Buzz Now. In fact, it's baby, it's cold outside. Now, he said this a long time ago, but this year, finally, the world has realised what fundamentalist scholar Al-Khatoub said many years ago, that baby, it's cold outside, not that great. Could you tell us more, Ned? Well, he lived in America and he heard the lyrics and obviously he was Muslim and the drinking and lasciviousness in that song he found disgusting and it really kind of unified his kind of anti-Western imperialist idea, which, of course, was needed at that time in so the 50s. So he had 50s. a problem with the drinking, but not the harassment. No, no, he had a problem with the harassment. Oh, he had a problem sorry, with the whole, whole shebang. That sounds great. But ind- <laughs> indirectly, this experience may have led to the foundation of Al-Qaeda, because he was... A- Whoa! Yeah. So Al-Qaeda is definitely because of Baby It's Cold Outside. Like, that's, yeah. that's yeah. Then this song is more dangerous so, than we thought. We thought it had consent <laughs> issues. He was arrested and killed by NASA, the president of Egypt, and his brother was then radicalised by that event, and uh, it led his brother to found a more radical version of the Muslim Brotherhood, which eventually led to the foundation of Al-Qaeda. But Ian, I think the it girls a- will suffer for this. <laughs> <laughs> I was singing my own Al-Qaeda version of Baby It's Cold Outside. Please don't. Actually, sure. You say it like that, it sounds terrible. I love love the idea. For the record, it wasn't me. None of this was the Muslim. An Al Qaeda company party, and someone plays "Baby, It's Cold Outside." They run. Turn that off now. We've got standards. Unbelievable. I'm going to get every party where I'm stuck for something to talk about. That's what I'm going to say. Did you know that Baby Scott decided that started Al Qaeda? That is a surefire way to get people to just leave you alone. If somebody said that to me, I'd be like, oh, stay away from her. Better not come to any of my parties then. And it's the end of the round. The only way is up are putting proof to their name by being in third place with no points. Uh, the Jamaicans are in second place with five points, and the Hive Mind are in first place with ten points. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. round is everyone's favourite round. Idioms! An idiom is a word or phrase that isn't meant to be taken literally. For crying out loud! <laughs> Each team has to work out the meaning of a foreign phrase which we have literally translated into English, fingers on buzzers. When the Sami people from Northern Europe say, time of the reindeer calf, what are they referring to? Anyways, yes. Is it um, just in between after Christmas, before New Year time? Because the reindeers have been out all night on the sleigh with Santa, so it's the time to rest the reindeer's calves before the big <laughs> New Year's Eve bash. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm feeling it. It's like That's... stretching, you know, after a big workout. Yeah. <laughs> it's the bit of time between when and when? Uh, between cri- the gooch of uh, Christmas, as someone said to me. <laughs> like, after Christmas, before New Year, the downtime. How did you make this about a gooch? Because <laughs> I was just trying to like put it in people's minds. I wasn't trying to put a gooch in people's minds. I was trying to put that time, you know, December 26th to the 31st, 30th. That time. To the 31st. The... That bit where you just sit around eating the less favourite chocolates because yeah. you ate the more favourite chocolates earlier. Exactly. And you're sort of scrabbling around. Yeah, and you're going, do you know what? I know now I'm too fat for my new Christmas dress that I'm going to wear on New Year's Eve, but it doesn't matter anymore because this is the reindeer's calf. Uh, this is the reindeer's calf. I'm going to question you challenging the Turkish delight, Yaz, because... Oh, the Turkish delight was always the last one in the box of favourites in my house. I love a Turkish delight. Oh, and no, I think if no. you've said that your family are partly Ottoman, though, so I feel sad that you've eschewed the Turkish delight. It's the sweet of your people. It's, it's the kind of like... <laughs> no, it's kind of like a post-colonial kind of hang-up, you know, like, ugh... You guys colonise us. We're not going to eat your sweets. <laughs> oh, wow. You would do very well in Narnia. Um, I once ate False a Turkish delight, didn't realise what it was, and then put it back in the wrapper. Oh, no. It, I didn't try it. I wasn't trying to stitch someone up, but I just put it back, and then someone else opened it, and it's... it's it's not my proudest what moment. What was going through your head? <laughs> no, it was just minging. It was like, ugh, put it back. You and I, I didn't try to do it on purpose, but someone picked it up and I was oh, like... God, put it in the bin, John. Yeah, well, I, well, I did. I, I did stop them eating it. They didn't eat it because it wouldn't have been a delight anyway. But well, well, after being chewed... Sorry, guys, that's just horrible. How, um, how oh, your hat's gone off, Johnny. Do you have an answer to what the Sami people from Northern Europe call time of the reindeer calf? Uh, well, weirdly, I was thinking that uh, the reindeer calf that they were referring to wasn't actually the calf on its leg. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm wild like that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to go for the smaller child of the reindeer, mm. I reckon. Mm, mm, mm. Just it's out, an, it's out an the honest box. mistake. <laughs> I'm actually thinking in the box. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, no, um, I think that reindeers get a lot of their work around Christmas time. So... They need to be adults by that point, so they're going to be born at the start of the year and then go through, so kind of, yeah, like January, I reckon, and by that point, in December the next year, they'll be of working age. 
<laughs> your views are so Daily Mail. Oh, it's so God. surprising. <laughs> Sat as a scrounger. You're one year old. You're of working age. Get up the chimney. Or down the chimney in this case. Get them born and get them to work. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not really a Daily Mail reader. I've got to be clear with that. I don't think reindeers come in and go, hello, where is she? Or anything like that. Like, it's not what I'm saying. I'm Baby, saying. it's cold outside. <laughs> also, can I just ask, the job that they're doing, is that working for Santa? It is mind? working for Santa, like, yeah. Right, just to clarify. Only one day a year. <laughs> one day a year, yeah, he's a scrounger. Yes. <laughs> so I just thought, you know, boxing stuff or, you know, kind of working in the post office, but no, it's specifically Santa. It is, mm. yeah, right, it okay. is, you know. Um, the thing is, like, they've got big antlers and stuff, so they can't really do, like, equestrian or anything. You are a bigger they can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got right. limits on them. So, Scrooge Cochran, uh, <laughs> what is this time of the Ranger Cuff January, you think? I think January. Sarah, are you backing up your team yeah, there? Yeah, it's where they, they stop boning, isn't it? <laughs> OK, all right. Hive mind. When the Sami people from Northern Europe say time of the Ranger Cuff, what are they referring to? Spring. Spring. And yeah, I've heard wow. spring, spring, spring and spring. And Christmas Eve. If you were going to back spring, is there a month in spring you'd get behind? March, April. Okay. It's March, April, and May. Okay, so I'm going to get you to buzz for those. All right, covered in it. Okay. If you think it's March, buzz now. If you think it's April, buzz now. If you think it's May, buzz now. Cowards! If you think it's Christmas Eve, buzz now. If you think it's all spring, buzz now. In fact, it is the month of May. Oh! Ned, tell us more, please. Basically, Sami people are predominantly reindeer herders or have traditionally been reindeer herders. So a huge amount of their language has links and idioms to do with reindeers. They have more words for reindeers' antlers than they have for snow. Some of their months are named after specific stages in reindeer's development. So May is time of a reindeer calf. January is time of a reindeer's leg. Uh, lots of different reindeers. Yeah, but they are different. Their mumps and a lot of their mumps are named after different parts of a reindeer's oh, development. Hold on a minute. If it's time of the reindeer's leg and we said January, are we certain that we weren't talking about the leg calf? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, we might have what had happened there is, up here, so. is I'd started saying something and realised I didn't know any of the other mumps that they had. <laughs> And you'd been talking about reindeer's legs, so it's a thing that came into my head. And I thought, well, if I change how I'm speaking, I can edit that part out. <laughs> no, you can't. You've got to keep it <laughs> I need this. All right. In Japan, they say summer, heater, winter, fan. We'll come to you in a sec, hive mind. But you're conf- I love that you're conferring already. Is it just like Anyways, yes. ev- everything's just messed up? It's like, oh, everything's back to front. It's... You know, summer heat or winter bloody fan round my way. That's what the Japanese do. say, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd every... a bit of acting there. People will go, I totally get what she means, and it's 100% right. <laughs> Is it something to do with mumble rap? Mumble <laughs> rap? Wow. <laughs> What's mumble rap? Mumble rap's like, you know, like how, okay, back in the day, rap music was like, all right, conscious rap, so they rapped about, like, you know, getting shot and 
politics and all the cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, like yeah, 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 public enemy, blah blah blah. And now it's just like I'm over there, like mumbling. If someone's on the mic, so is it an ancient idiom about mumble rap? Jamaicans. It's a little bit of a I don't know how we got here. I've got to get out of my Spotify playlist, actually. I think it might be a kind of when something's back to front, because you've got summer heat having the heating on in summer, and winter you've got the fan on. But it could also be like there are these strange people who are fans of winter time. And I just don't get it. I can't <laughs> empathise with them at all. Like, people get excited about winter. They start going, oh, I'm going to get to where my well is and put my coat on. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> you know, like, people literally, what is so bad about summer? You're walking around in your shorts and your flip-flops and thinking, do you know what I want to do this morning? Scrape my windscreen. Like, what's wrong with you? I, see, I'm a winter fan. I like yeah, it. I'm a winter oh, fan. Too. I love a, a little coat <laughs> and a scarf and, you know, the weather outside is frightful but inside it's quite delightful love it love it me the good thing about winter is that no one can tell I'm wearing a turban they're like is it just to warm your head or are you low-key a Muslim I mean it's not it's actually not that big a deal has anyone ever said is that to warm your head you you would be shocked at the things people say do you have sex with it on yeah 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 yeah. everything else is off and the turban stays on Oh, stupid really sorry to the is that true? The well, I mean, it depends on what they like. Because, yeah. baby, it's cold inside. Um, all right, so is it something to do with being a fan of the winter, a fan of odd things? Hive mind, over to you. In Japan, they say summer heater, winter fan. What do they mean? A stopped clock is right twice a day. You can't just talk nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Can I give another one back? An equivalent. Is he suggesting an equivalent English idiom? What was the other one? Murphy's law. Murphy's law. It can only get worse. It can only get worse. Swings and roundabouts. Lots of metaphors here. Oh. Is that an answer or a threat? Sounds a lot like a. It can only get worse. Expect the unexpected. It sounds like you guys write for fortune cookies. Expect the unexpected. The only way is up. Okay, if you think it's a stopped <laughs> clock is right twice a day, buzz now. Sod's law, buzz now. Things can only get worse from here, buzz now. Swings and roundabouts, buzz now. Or expect the unexpected, buzz now. In fact, the only way as he has had it, it's something not in its proper place. Hey! Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm shocked. The only way is up. <laughs> the hive mind was so ungracious in that defeat. Yeah. We literally had no points, guys. No, we like, needed something. In Turkey, they say, your shoe has been thrown on the roof. That's Turkey, like Christmas. Uh, your shoe has been thrown on the roof. What do they mean? Jamaicans? You've opened a suite. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody's already chewed it. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha! 
think that fits. Uh, <laughs> the only way is yes. Oh, it's not as good as that. Because um, <laughs> in Dublin, and it might be in the other areas of England as well, when there are trainers tied oh, yes. at their shoelaces mm. and thrown over a telephone wire, that means that drugs are being sold in that area. Mm. So if the shoe is on a roof, maybe there's like less hardcore drugs, like... <laughs> being sold in the area for I mean, Christmas. You know so what? Can I legal highs. In Shoreditch, right? That there are there there are shoes like on the telephone lines, but they're not real shoes. They're cardboard cutouts of shoes. Like they're so hipster that they can't even have real shoes over the telephone lines. They're just they're like, why don't we just make a hipster shoe? <laughs> I actually think, in my experience in life. When there are shoes thrown on roof, it usually means that Weatherspoons is clearing out. <laughs> That's just... That's just... Well, I'm okay. thinking maybe it's like when you've lost your keys. Mm. Oh. You know, like, because you've got only one shoe, right? And so, because the other one's on the roof. It's kind of like you're a bit discombobulated. Mm. So, it's like so when you did well things. last time with the answer, things are in the wrong place, so you're going for the same answer. <laughs> well, we had such a hit with it, yeah, Dave. I think mean, we like, might go again yeah. with the same answer. It's like the you, like, you, Yaz from, with the Plastic Companions. Yeah, they were also a one-hit wonder. <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, just, we found our right answer. And I, we're, we're <laughs> okay, Hive Mind. In Turkey, they say your shoe has been thrown on the roof. What do they mean? You don't intend to leave? You're not going to leave. Oh, wow. Part of the family. That's really nice. What a lovely custom. Very very sweet. Anything else? I'm going up there. Sorry? (laughs) You're going up there. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) What you mean? You're climbing on the roof? Oh, you're going to climb? Mo, is that you? (laughs) (laughs) It is Mo. It is Mo. Mo. If you're listening at home, uh, we met Mo in the warm-up and he's going to come back later with a question. He's from Iran, and he's going up there. <laughs> um, okay, so if you think it's not going to leave, you intend to stay, buzz now. You refuse to leave the Christmas party, even though they've turned the lights off. If you think it's... Uh, you're now part of the family. Your shoe's metaphorically on our roof. You live here. Buzz now. And if you think Mo is going up there, buzz now. <laughs> I want it to be that one. In fact, it's you've lost your position of power. Shoes on the roof. So, uh, Theresa May. Uh, in France, they say, I'm curdled milk. I'm curdled milk. What do they mean? Only where she has. I am so pissed off, right? Like, I'm sour. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mm. face is like. Mm. <laughs> curdled yeah. milk, you're very sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, other yas. I mean, I like that. Like, I've gone off the idea. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. I'm, oh. I'm going to get a divorce because I'm curdled milk you're over curdled Darren. Milk. <laughs> Darren, if you're listening... Yeah, it's over. I'm last sorry. Christmas, she gave you her heart. <laughs> In France, they say I'm curdled milk, Johnny Cochran. Is it I've just been mixed with some orange juice and now I'm manky? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's mm. kind of how it is. Like, I've had orange and it's all gone wrong. Incredible use of the word monkey, I have to say as well. It's a very specific idiom. I've drunk orange juice and now I feel monkey. (laughs) Would a whole country need an idiom for that? Because I can see it happening to somebody somewhere, (laughs) but not really that idiom catching on. Do you know what? You don't think it's needed until it's needed. (laughs) All right, a hive mind in France, they say I'm curdled milk. What do they mean? Thank you. Uh, I hope that wasn't a heckle. It's <laughs> <laughs> very hurtful. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're expired. Uh, you're drunk? 
Always good to have your drunk in there because any idiom could mean yeah, that. It's true. Hungover. Ah. Boring. Boring. All right. If you think it's past your best buzz now. Drunk buzz now. Hungover buzz now. Was there anything else? No. In fact, it means I'm so cold I can't move. Oh. Curdled milk. And it's the end of the round. <laughs> the teams of the global village game were scoring all the way. And the step was ringing out for Christmas Day. In third place, it's the Jamaicans. Oh, shit. In second place, they've proved it. It's the only way is up. Yay! Nice. And in first place, with 15 points, it's a hive mind. Hear that applause compared to when they got one question right. Extraordinary. Humans are disgusting. Don't worry, your shoe will soon be on the roof. (laughs) (laughs) The next round is an exciting new Christmas-only round. It's the Cracker Round. At Global Pillage, we've got some of the finest comedians working in the UK who were free and in the London area at 4pm on a Saturday afternoon. (laughs) But all of us aspire to reach the very top of our profession and take our place in the pantheon of the comedy greats, those people who have been making us all laugh for countless generations. I'm talking, of course, about the people who write Christmas cracker jokes. Teams, inside your crackers, you will find the first half of a Christmas cracker joke. Can you come up with a punchline? The only way is, Yaz, can you pull your cracker? Wait! Is there a joke inside? What does a snowman eat for lunch? Okay, the snowman is is on a diet. I'm trying to think of something like carrots, but that's not an answer. That's not a punchline of a joke. (laughs) Carrots! (laughs) No? (laughs) Quite practical. I'm going to give you a clue. What would the snowman put in his salad? Croutons. (laughs) <laughs> what kind of salad what's the, what's the most famous thing that goes in most salads lettuce yes what kind of lettuce iceberg lettuce correct <laughs> well, I think they're going to get half points with that one <laughs> there's Which, literally like two so times <laughs> if they'd said romaine first <laughs> oh that's what kind of lettuce there should be in a Brexit salad romaine it's more of a leaf oh Jamaicans, would you like to pull your cracker? Yes, please. Oh, shit, I always lose that. Yeah. Uh, why does Santa have three gardens? Because he's a benefit thief. <laughs> I'm not the only one Santa shaming around here. The sun over here. What might you do in a garden sometimes? <laughs> Gardening. Oh, there's a woman having a laugh down there, isn't she? <laughs> she was laughing and it was very off putting. Dig. In your garden. Dig, dig, dig. No, it can't be that. <laughs> Sunbathe. Rake, rake, rake. You're so close. You're so close. It's bloody ho ho ho, isn't it? All right, and we have two of our... It's, it's not past the parcel. No. You meant to pull it. No, we're not doing it. So we have two audience members in the front row. Could you just say your names and you're going to pull it on behalf of the hive mind? I'm May. 
<gasps> you are the oh, reindeer calf, Mum. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, we will now call you reindeer calf. Yes, and I'm Sabina. Sabina. Oh. So May and Sabina, you are going to together pull the cracker for the hive mind. Hive mind, get ready. Yes. And you can keep whatever is in the cracker, but you need to read out the joke. Who hides behind a bakery at Christmas? Okay, hive mind. Who hides behind a bakery at Christmas? A mint spy, you are correct! Oh, that's so good. A mint spy! Yes, diversity works. Someone's had that in their cracker before. <laughs> Hello, I'm Tom Solinsky, and I'm the producer of the Guilty Feminist and Global Pillage podcasts. I'm also one of the hosts of the new podcast, Best Pick, along with John Dorney and Jessica Regan. We have taken all the movies that have won Best Picture at the Academy Awards, and we are going through them one by one, but in a random order, determined by picking them out of a hat at random. So on each episode, you'll hear fascinating facts about what was happening at that year's Oscars, how that movie got made, and what else was happening in movies that year. Then the three of us will watch the film, then we'll share our thoughts with you. And at the end of the episode, we pick out the film we're going to watch next time. We're about 25 films in so far, about 65 to go. So please join us. Go to bestpickpod.com or just look for Best Pick wherever you get your podcasts. That's the Best Pick Movie Podcast with Tom Selinski, Jessica Regan and John Dorney. The next round is the Teams round. This is the global pillage version of Secret Santa. Well, everyone brings something and everyone pulls something out, except instead of a pair of socks or something you don't really want, it's a fact that you don't really want. <laughs> a member of each team has come prepared with a question based on their cultural family background. The only way is Yaz. Do you have a question for the Jamaicans? I do. So this is from Australia, more specifically hometown of Brisbane. Brisbane's been shouted out a lot today. So what song, when played at Christmas parties, means all the men get onto the dance floor, unbuckle their belts and drop their pants when they hear it? Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> Very well played. <laughs> but no. Blurred lines? <laughs> hmm. Can I suggest they're not going to even know the name of the song because yeah. this is one of those ones. It's like we have all these Hey Judes in Australia oh, that yeah. we can't believe anyone else doesn't know. It's true. Have you finally given up? I didn't really want to give up. Now you make me feel like we're never going to know it. No, no, go on, go on, have another Still thinking about okay, what Santa does I, in the garden, I, to can, I can give you hints. It's like a two, it's two words. Um, oh, charades, Christmas yeah. charades. Yeah. Oh! Good for the listeners. One of the words is a bird, and the other uh, word is like an object. Just mime the first oh, one. Oh, yes. I'll describe what you're doing. Two, two words. Word. Two words. First, first word. word. Uh, bird. Chicken. <laughs> bird. Bird. Is it's that the word. it? The word's bird. Bird is the word. I've heard that song. <laughs> <laughs> and the first word Good is a bird. Oh, so I have to do more of that. Oh, okay. Yeah, um. Bird beak. Uh, bird beak. Claws. Talons. Talons. Eagle. Talons. Yes. Eagle. 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 Hello. Um, eagle fist. Eagle fist. <laughs> <laughs> eagle guitar. Eagle, eagle rock. Yay! Oh, so eagle. Wow. I was eagle. very excited. <laughs> and it, and, 
you. All right? I can't imagine what that sounds like at home. Eagle Rock by Daddy Cool. Yeah, and it goes like this. Do it. Take your chances. Do it. Rock, 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 rock. Okay. Why uh, would you ever leave like, Australia with that it's, rich? It's, I also think it's a very Queensland-based thing because I once was in New South Wales. They played this song and I looked at the guy next to me and I was like, why aren't you dropping your pants? <laughs> <laughs> it was super awkward for both of us. I was going to say, that could have been a great pickup line if you hadn't known. Uh, Jamaicans, uh, do you have a question for the hive mind? Yeah, so we're coming up to Christmas. But in a Jamaican household... If you wanted to prepare Jamaican's national dish at Christmas, what would you be preparing? Jerk chicken. Jerk chicken. I've got one for jerk chicken. Anything? Curried goat. Ackee fish. Ackee fish. Okay. All right. If you think it's jerk chicken, buzz now. If you think it's curried goat, buzz now. If you think it's ackee fish, buzz now. They buzzed for ackee fish. Is it ackee fish? It's ackee and salt fish. Oh! Not salt, not fish. Aki and saltfish, but I don't know. I think that's close enough. Aki fish is close enough to Aki and saltfish, don't you yeah. think? <laughs> they, they don't no. cheer for us. I don't want to... <laughs> All right, maybe not full, full points, but close to full points, I there think. There was a well fun done, amount of well racial done, tension in the room during that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have half points then. Uh, I had the words Aki and fish in, but it wasn't completely correct. Hive mind, do you have a question for the only way is Yaz? No. Yes. He's got down from the roof. Excellent. Yay. Hello, Mo. Hello, Mo. This is Mo from Iran. Mo, do you have a question? Yes, I do have one question for you. So, uh, what do Iranians eat on Yalla, the longest winter night that symbolizes freshness and the reminder of summer? Is it hot or cold? It's cold. It's a... a uh, No, I'm just lost. Um, It's a food. I've got that much. <laughs> Is it like a special sort of like pastry or cake, semolina? Yes, yeah, sweet or savory? It is sweet, but it's not cake. I feel like you're asking so many questions. It's yeah. really going to narrow it down. So it's sweet and it's cold. You've already got those two huge hints. <laughs> yeah, can you spell it for us? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> could you act it out, actually? Could you, could you, you, act of it? Could you, you offer us a piece? <laughs> and could yeah. we eat it? I think I'm going to have to leave this to Yaz because all that's in my mind is a Twix. <laughs> I mean, sweets is quite yes. I think that might be wrong. <laughs> is it? Is it, have we said it so far? Is it a twig? Oh, no. no. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Can you imagine? Is it like a? Is the way it, this room would have like torn apart if it was a twig. <laughs> <laughs> Just no one is expecting it, it, a twig. It would have been so good. <laughs> oh, is it like a? Is it like a rice porridge? No. Okay, it's porridge. not a rice porridge. Did you have an answer? You can't score, well, but did you I have an answer? I was excited because I thought perhaps it's a fruit. It is fruit. Oh, you can't the score. Plot you can't score, but you can say what fruit you think well, it is. I don't, I don't know. Maybe is it a date? Is it figs? Like, no. Like is a, date a fruit? Maybe like a nectarine or something like that. Figs. Is it a okay. Twix with a banana on top of it? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, Mo. What is it? The classic Irish fruit. <laughs> it's watermelon. Watermelon. It's watermelon. Oh, wow. The longest coldest night of the year. You have a watermelon to remind you spring is coming. Mo, we love that. That's Bigger so applause great. for Mo. <laughs> Because of that, the hive might have scored points because the Yazas didn't get it. Oh, and close. it's I... the... <laughs> and you I mean, were so close. pretty much a Twix with a banana. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the end of the round. The team's the global pitch game We're scoring all the way 
day and the scores were ringing out on Christmas Day. In third place is the Jamaicans with 10 points. In second place is the Only Wears Up with 15 points. And in first place, it's a Hive Mind with 25 points. Next up is the Sign of the Times round. Everybody is marching these days, and some protesters come home to see the hilarious slogans on their signs all over social media, like at the Brexit march, where somebody wrote, this is like the time that Jerry Halliwell massively overestimated her viability as a solo artist and left the Spice Girls. <laughs> Teams, we would like you to create some Christmas-themed protests. Santa's little helpers, his elves, have decided to go on strike because of their working conditions. What signs are they bringing to the march? Time starts now. And time's up. Thank you very much, Samo. All right. The only way is Yaz. Mm -hmm. Do you have a protest sign from the elves? Yes. It says, pay your boys or we're not making toys. Nice. And then it has a little um, asterisk there saying it means girls too. So, and then um, another one. Uh, there's a little addendum. Uh, baby, it's cold inside. Yeah. Oh. I've got one. Okay. We demand better elf care. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've got one. This isn't a grotto, it's a sweatshop. <laughs> oh, that's dark. You just yeah. put the bleak in, in the bleak midwinter. Um, another one, I might as well be working for Steve Jobs. <laughs> well, are we wrong? Are we wrong? Every one of us who has a I preferred knife preferred working for Steve Jobs. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's better. Okay. I preferred working for Steve Jobs. Joe Makins, are you ready? Yeah. Uh, two sec, just doing that. It's, and then... is, this one's quite complex. Ah. We've got about three um, in one. So, so it says, it's not the size that matters, it's what you do with it. And then Johnny's drawn a penis. <laughs> <laughs> but the penis has a little elf fat on it because we're talking about elves, the size of elves. And then we've written, uh, have some elf respect. Um, oh, and then I don't know, what, don't know what's um, gone off down the bottom there. It's Lego Lass, not Lego Land. Oh. <laughs> Lego Lass, not Lego Land. I don't know if I get that. Uh, the Lord of the, of the Rings. Rings. He's an elf. Uh, yeah, he's quite. He's Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom, yeah. He's a, yeah. Could you put the picture for... of the penis down? Because there are children here that's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've gone for quantity, not quality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and that's Santa's elves' very problem. Yeah. Uh, Hive Mind, do you have any signs for us? You can win points here for creativity, as judged by our own Banter Claus, Ned Sturtrick. Oh dear, oh dear, we live in constant fear. And I bet dear is spelt D double E R. Is it? It is. Working for Santa, it's not all banter. Working for Santa, it's not all banter. Good, very good. Yes. A lot of poets. Don't give us the sack. We want a new clause in our contract. Oh, that is the winner. We have a winner. Uh, so if you didn't hear that at home, it was don't give us the sack. We want a new clause in our contract. And we have oh. de collectively decided by an outburst of excitement, <laughs> cheering and applause, even from the teams, that that is definitely the winner. So the final round is our quick fire round. 
Hive mind. If you know the answer, shout buzz and then shout the answer as loudly as you can. Fingers on buzzers. Time starts now. What Christmas film was given this title in Thailand, according to Ned and Google Translate? <laughs> Big Miracle Angel. Buzz a wonderful life. No. The yeah. Snowman. No. The Grinch one. No. <laughs> Miracle on 34. No, I'm just going to tell you because otherwise you're just going to shout at all the Christmas movies. Uh, it's Elf. Uh, oh. Elf is a big miracle angel. Fair play. Indeed. In the 12 days of Christmas, what did your true love give to you on the 10th day? Herpes. No. <laughs> Dancing, no. Lords of Leaping. Lords of Leaping is correct. What is the food which forms the centre of a traditional German Christmas dinner? Uh, goose. Goose is correct. Oh. In which country is Lapland located? Iceland. Antarctica. Arctic. Finland is correct, hive mind. When is Greek Orthodox Christmas celebrated? January. January. What day in January? Buzz seven, I heard. Yes, correct. Hive mind. Wow. So half points for January, half points for seventh. Which country spends the most on Christmas gifts per person? Oh, America. America. No, it's not America. China. No, it's the UK. Oh, you're so generous. It's, I... What does "old Lang Syne" actually mean? Old Lang Syne. Buzz, baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not Buzz, baby, it's cold outside, but a very good answer. Buzz, what? old friends. Old friends. No. Buzz, old time's sake. Mm, no. Mm, no. And you're in the region. Correct, a long time ago. Uh, a long time ago, damn. <laughs> Finish this Christmas joke. What does Santa suffer from if he gets stuck in a chimney? Claustrophobia. Claustrophobia is correct. Oh. And we're out of time, and it's the end of the show. <laughs> legend, throwback legend. Please, Ned, please tell us the scores. In third place, it's the Jamaicans with a very jolly 15. With a rather Christmassy second place, <laughs> it's the only way is up with 22 and a half points. Which means a hive mind of all clear winners with 47 and a half points. So it's Aki and Saltfish in a pear tree to our winners, but a shoe on the roof to our losers. And I'll leave you with this thought from Lithuania. If it weren't for sorrow and sadness, it would be Christmas every day. Well, I feel far less guilty about how crap I am at finding Lithuania on a map now then. If it's outside space and time. Please give it up for Johnny Cochran. Sarah Keyworth. Yasmin Akram. Yasmin Abdelmajid. Ned Sedgwick, Bantaclaws in Petten's Corner. Samuel Wolf on Keys. You the high mind. I've been Deborah Francis White. Thank you to everyone at King's Place, Grundy Lizimbra and Tom Zielinski. Good night. You have been listening to Global Pillage, hosted and created by Deborah Francis White. The questions were set by Ned Sedgwick. The program associate was Jessica Foster Q. The music was by Samuel Wolf. The global
Global Village theme tune was composed by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was Grundy Lizembra. The producer for the Spontaneous Shop was Tom Selinski. Thanks to Zoe, Sally, and everyone at King's Place. For more information about this and other episodes, visit globalpillage.net. Get the claustrophobia one. <laughs> it's claws, Santa Claus trophobia. Oh, I see. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.